Hello, thank you for listening to and watching you at Options. This episode, I have Valerie Knox from the very good punk rock band, uh, the Anti-Queens, and also the other very good punk rock band, uh, Black Cat Attack. Yeah, great conversation. We've known each other for a while. Good to catch up. She's a great person, great friend, great punk rocker, great all around. Go check out um, the Anti Queens. Uh, they uh, they are working on a new album. Um, go find them on Spotify. Check out Black Cat Attack. You know they're on Spotify. They're everywhere. Um, yeah. Uh, follow at the Anti Queens. On Instagram and Twitter, uh, follow the Black Cat Attack. No, no spaces or underscores. Follow uh, you at Options at you at Options everywhere. Um, go to thehandswithscoundrels.com/shop. You can buy some you at Options merch. Follow, like, do all that stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I love you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it, we, uh, I was telling you, I've let punk rock time seep into my everyday life. Of nice. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm a little tired from. I had played a show last night at a big club in Toronto called the Phoenix. Oh. And um, we opened for a band called Ill Scarlet. Have you heard of them? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. They're a Canadian kind of ska reggae band, and uh, they were celebrating the 15th anniversary of one of their albums, and we got to be direct support for them, and Packed House is crazy. Damn, that's cool. Have you, have you all- a little late. <laughs> have, y'all, have y'all played at the Phoenix before? We did. We opened for another Canadian artist called Danko Jones. Have you heard of him? No. <laughs> so another, another Canadian artist. He's been in the scene for, God, like 25 years, maybe probably longer. Anyway, uh, we got to open for him in Ontario in December. Yeah. We did the Phoenix then, too. That's cool. We've done it a few times. That's cool. Yeah. I like uh, you guys are getting back into the, the normal. Trying to. Trying to. <laughs> How You guys are recording now as well? We are. We're almost done. What, can you talk about that at all? Yeah, of course. Okay. Is it a full length? Yeah, it'll be our sophomore full length on Stomp Records. We we started writing it in April 2020, and then uh, we've just we started recording it last fall. Yeah, and it's just been an ongoing process. We've had a couple lockdowns up here since uh, we've had at least one full blown lockdown since we started recording it. So we had to stop for like two months. So yeah. there's been a lot of setbacks because of the pandy. The pan the old pandy. Yeah, I feel that the old pandy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, well, it's uh, it's cool to see y'all getting back to to like like we said, normal-ish, I guess. Normal-ish, yeah. yeah. I feel like the U.S. though has been kind of doing the normal-ish thing for a while. Oh yeah, <laughs> just hanging loose, letting it fly. Yeah, uh, we like in Ontario. We just we dropped the mask mandates. I think in March, yeah. and uh, it's been okay. I actually ended up getting COVID in May, on, yeah. just at the end of a tour that we did. Um, but um, yeah, I wore a mask that whole tour just because, like, for us, we try to be extra careful yeah. at shows with lots of people because you know one person gets COVID and right. the rest of the tour is canceled or at least yeah. the next five shows, right? Depending on how sick they get, so. Right. So we just try to be a little extra careful at shows. But otherwise, it's like I haven't really needed to wear a mask for a while and I haven't been even comfortable not doing it. And now it's like we're in another wave. Ontario just announced. So. Oh, really? How's, uh, how was your your uh, getting COVID experience? How, how was uh, that? It wasn't terrible. Like, although there's one weird part. <laughs> So I uh, we played Pooza Fest in Montreal yeah. at the end of a, a short run with Cancer Bats. And that night it was like at the end of the tour. So it's like my night to drink. That's that's my party night is the last night of tour. Right. So we we'd had some some drinks and I decided to go into the mosh pit for Cancer Bats. And I'm like, I tried wearing the mask in the mosh pit and it was like it's hot and gross and yeah. I couldn't breathe. And it's just like, ah. <laughs> I don't need this. And I threw it like, just got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I got COVID the next day. Ah, Cool. Yeah. It started, it started with like, um, just like a really gross phlegmy cough that lasted the duration of the whole the experience. It was like a week and a half. I was sick, got a really bad fever for two nights and it would like come and go. And I'd have these weird periods of like, I get all the energy and feel totally fine, except for like I'm a little stuffed up and congested. So I'm, I'm stuck in my, my basement and, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, get this weird burst of energy and I can't go anywhere or do anything. So I like start cleaning my, my room and I'm like <laughs> vacuuming and like doing my laundry and then a fever would hit again and then I'd just be in bed for another 12 hours. And there was one night where areas of my face started tingling and going numb, yeah. which apparently is not a normal side effect for COVID. So it was like around my eyes is like my sinuses, but also the bottom of my chin and underneath my nose. And then my cheekbones going up towards my ears. It all had this weird tingly numbing sensation. Oh no. So I, <laughs> yeah. But here's the best part. We have um, a service in Canada called telehealth and you can call them. It's a free service and they just give you advice on what's happening so you don't go clog up the ER or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told them what was going on. They're like, mm, we don't know what that is. You should go to the ER. I'm like, great. Don't want to go. Yeah. Because like otherwise I was fine. But because it like attacks your nervous system or it can attack yeah. your nervous system, I thought probably best to go. So I went to the ER. I waited nine hours, didn't get seen and walked out at 630 in the morning, went home Fell asleep for four hours and I woke up and the tingling sensation was gone. So, yeah. Yeah, it was fucked up. It was really fucked up. I mean, it didn't come back either. So, that's good. You didn't lose vision or anything weird happened? No, I didn't lose any. No, no. I had all my motor skills and all all my motor functions and I could still like feel my face, but it was like a little numb and it was. Really, really weird sensation. But um, yeah, that was my COVID experience. It was weird. And I had to call call in sick on my first day of my new job. So uh, that was awesome, too. 
Ah, well, at least the, you know. Hopefully, they were understanding with with COVID. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were. They were really great. <laughs> they weren't like Val. You this this does not look good for you. I know. Making you're up, sick on your first day. Making it's, up the sickness. This is a, a post pandemic world now. Sickness actually like we take it seriously now, which yeah. is kind of nice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I had COVID in January. This Janu- this past January, and yeah, it was it's pretty bad. Yeah. It, it, but it was just like a severe for me. Is like a severe flu, I guess. Yeah, mine but, would go between like a severe, not even a severe flu, just like a normal flu. Normal and flu, a yeah. Cold. Yeah, it was like it was really manageable for me. So, yeah, but yeah, I was. I think I had similar things where I was just stuck in my apartment and I would just get like manic spells of like, why. Well, I got a vacuum like the <laughs> yeah. Whatever, you're just so the, bored, nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, were you were you writing songs or doing anything during during your COVID? No, no, no. the songs are already written. Yeah. Uh, I just watched. Uh, I was watching Marvel movies because I'm mm. fully obsessed with them, and uh, I've been rewatching The Simpsons. Nice. <laughs> so. Yeah, just Simpsons. Just keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Have you watched uh, The Boys? No. You know what? My boyfriend showed me um, a clip from a recent episode because I yeah. never really... Wa- I don't watch a lot of TV. I If I need... If I've got time to kill, I'll watch stuff that I know I already like. Like, I do The Simpsons. I just put that on and, like, I'll play on my phone or whatever. But I'm, like, always on the go, so I don't really commit to TV a whole lot. But my boyfriend showed me a clip from... The boys. There's some wild stuff, and yeah. So it's a scene where there's two men and they're being intimate, and I guess oh, yeah. one's superpower is to shrink, and you know which scene yeah. I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. So I didn't know what was coming, no pun intended. Um, I didn't know what was about to happen, and this, I don't know, can we talk about, like, is it a sure. spoiler thing? Sure. No, they've had, that's like the first episode of this last season, yeah. so. So he showed me this clip, yeah. and long story short, he ends up murdering the other man from the inside and it was I wasn't expecting that it caught me off guard and it just turned me off and I'm like this is fucking gross I, I just I can't do this yeah here I'm like oh this is such a wholesome like superheroes being intimate weird I've never even thought about that as a concept and then yeah it grossed me out <laughs> yeah the uh there's some pretty gross that's I would think that's like the grossest thing in the show but I'm it's all about the Disney superheroes. The oh, okay. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, I get that. Have Have you? Yeah. Uh, so you guys have a tour, a European tour coming up, right? Yeah, we leave a week on Tuesday. We're going to Germany for ten days. Nice. Yeah, it'll be nice to get back. We were able to get on a a Euro tour opening for a band called The Creep Show. Um, oh yeah. In 2019, right after we put that record that last record out and uh we haven't been able to go back because of covid right so we're uh glad to finally be getting back there we've been wanting to go for a long time so is are you is it just you guys going over there or are you with yeah yeah that's cool we're going on our own and uh we've got a few festivals that we're going to be playing it there's looks like there's some rad bands on there and then i think we're doing a few like headlining club shows as well yeah that's cool. That's like, yeah. Once you're like flying to go play shows, that's like 
all right, we're like a real band. That, or that's what my feeling yes. was whenever like we flew somewhere. I was just like, all right. You just feel like really important. You're like, right. I'm flying to my show. Right. <laughs> and if you have, and you know, and if you have like your guitar and you don't have it checked in, people are like looking at you like, oh man, they must be a real big deal walking around I the know. airport. Uh, we have never had problems checking our guitars before. We've flown a few times over the last couple of years. And because um, we did a West Coast Canada tour back in the fall and we flew out there for that. And then we had to anyways, this, we flew out for that. Didn't have any problems then. Didn't have any problems flying to Europe. And this time our airports are fucked up. So mm. there's been a lot of lost baggage. Um, I've been talking to some friends that have just been doing overseas tours and every single one of them have had their guitars lost so we're a little nervous to the point where emily just went and bought like a little fender squire Uh, i think she got a jazz master just like a cheap guitar and then i'm gonna bring my backup my sg which i mean i don't want to lose that either but i'm not gonna bring my main guitar because it's so precious to me yeah yeah and then we're gonna we're gonna get some like air air tags to put in the cases and we're just going to pray to Satan that, you know, they get to the same location as us. Yeah. Oh, damn. Although I heard you can, like, bring your guitar right to the gate and check it there, and you're more, li- it's, like, less likely to get lost that way. Hmm. That's interesting. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll be praying praying to Satan for y'all. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Oh, man. The, um, yeah. Mm, yeah, crazy times. I think all airports are fucked up now. Yeah, it's uh, it's like because of COVID, you know, there's still rules about getting sick, so you can't go to work. So they're short staffed everywhere. Yeah, because people are still getting sick, and it might not even be like debil- debilitating sickness, but it's you still have to stay home. Right. Mm. So it's yeah, it's like causing all kinds of delays. It's like huge lineups in Toronto Pearson. It's like four hours for international flights. You have to be ahead. And even then there's no guarantee you're going to make it. And they're also, they're canceling 150 flights a day for air Canada. Um, until like August. So yeah. So are y'all flying from Toronto to, to where y'all flying Uh, into? We're flying into Munich and, uh, we're hoping it'll be fine. We're just going to stay positive and just go about it as if, you know, there's no issues. We're going to go five hours before our flight, yeah. just to be sure. Jeez Louise. Because, uh, yeah, it's like going and touring Europe is, isn't exactly cheap. It's not something that right. we just do on a whim. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's like we got to make sure that we do everything we can on our end to make sure that it happens. It's just, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Are there, um, are you guys playing new cities that you didn't play on your 2019 run? Uh, yeah, there's a couple that I don't believe we went to last time. And uh, there's a couple that we did. There's a few clubs that we played last time that we're going to play again this time. So I'm really excited to go back to those ones. And there's uh, our last our last show of that tour. It was supposed to be a big festival with Bad Religion, Lagwagon, and The Adolescents. Yeah. And it was us too and we were on the poster with these bands and it was the whole reason we booked this tour right, yeah, and yeah. then one after another all the headliners dropped off so the whole show ended up getting cancelled and um, our amazing agent at MSK managed to get us in at a wicked club in Berlin called Wild at Heart and uh, we announced it and we're like okay we got a new show so Berlin's still happening 
We got so many messages from people telling us how much they love this club, so I'm really excited to go play there. That's cool. Yeah. Wild at heart, you said? Yeah. We, uh, when we went in 2019, we stayed at a hostel just down the street from this club and we went there and had celebratory, we made it to Europe drinks. Yeah. So, but I didn't actually get to see like the stage area. We just had some late night drinks. I think we had been up for like 30 something hours. <laughs> <laughs> how is, how is your, uh, hostel stay? It was fine. It was, we had this big room with a bunch of bunks in it. So we we're all in the same room and it was totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, 10 out of 10 would stay there again. But since we were there last time, apparently all the prices have gone up. And so, yeah, I don't know if we're staying at that one again. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Yeah. Host- I don't know. It's There's so much like uh, at a hostel where it seems like could go wrong, I guess. Maybe I'm just thinking of the movies. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we first found out, like, oh, my God, we're staying at a hostel. We're going to get murdered at first, yeah. right? But I know tons of bands and, and people who travel that just totally rely on hostels. They're affordable for travelers, especially musicians. Yeah. And the one we stayed at was great. It was safe. The staff was awesome. It was clean. And uh, yeah, they were really accommodating. Yeah. It was comfortable too. And it was, like I said, it was safe. We could lock our door. We could leave our gear in there. And mm. yeah. Nice. And we, I mean, we, that was a bus tour. So that was, that was the only night we actually stayed in a building. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It's going to be hard to go back to Europe, not on a tour bus. I'm just saying. Are y'all using like a Euro van or something over there? Yeah. We had yeah. to rent a, a van. We, we splurged and got a driver as well. And oh, damn. just cause we're not familiar with the roads out there yet. So yeah. we're going to get a driver this time. And then future times when we go out and it's a van tour, we're just going to drive ourselves after once we we pay attention and see everything. Yeah, get get a uh like a um a feel for the road. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, all the bands we talked to, they said you don't need a driver, but I mean, we have some long drives and we don't know the area and it's uncharted territory uh, and so Yeah. A driver who speaks multiple languages as well. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, if you were driving yourself or I would be scared to see some German word like on the road that I don't know what it means and it means like yeah wrong way or something and I'm you know yeah exactly and going the wrong way on the Audubon you know yeah and the last time we were there I wasn't paying attention to the roads or the signs I there was one night I sat up front and I just hung out a little bit with the driver and watching it but it's it's uh yeah I didn't really pay attention to how things work over there I'm sure it's fine and I'm we're probably overthinking it but we're just uh we just decided to go with a driver this time yeah are you guys uh this might not be interesting to people who don't tour but it's interesting to me of like the logistics and stuff because and people don't understand like you have to think about like backline and gear yeah. like are y'all renting a backline yeah so we had to rent full backline except for drums because our drummer zoe is uh sponsored by mapex she's a nice. mapex canada artist so um, I got in touch with the Mapex Canada rep, who's actually from this area that where I live, and I've known him a long time. So I just asked him to put me in touch with the German rep, which he did, and they hooked us up with a free Mapex kit for the tour. Damn, that's cool. We had to rent everything else. Yeah. I'm working on that Mesa Boogie uh, uh, yeah. endorsement. Hell yeah. Uh, One yeah. day. One day, yeah. 
I, uh, you know, if I had bought, like, my base rig is uh, Mesa Boogie, and I don't know. Yeah, I just thought I can just send them cool pictures and cool videos, and they'd be like, yeah, hell yeah, brother. But it, I, don't <laughs> I don't know what, the, you know. And they care about, like, numbers and, yeah, like, social yeah, media it's... numbers and stuff. And Yeah, there's a, a lot of things that have to be worthy I guess for lack of a better term and I'm not there yet so I'm just gonna keep working I'll just keep bugging them yeah I'll like (laughs) we're like we're trying to go for endorsements now we're feeling confident that we can get some of them and anti-queens actually recently just got endorsed by trainer trainer oh shit nice yeah so good Canadian company and it's uh they've been great they've and uh yeah I like uh trainer has a lot of like weird base cabs that I like. Nice. Yeah. We're uh, we've been using the YBA one hundred. Um, you'll remember my other band, Black Cat Attack. Oh yeah. Brian Dickface uses a YBA two hundred, and I love both of them. And both of them work for the respective bands. So, yeah, we we really like the trainer heads. Yeah, and it's cool to be you know, I can't think of another Canadian amp company. You know, I'm sure there, can I. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a lot. Don't get me oh, wrong, yeah. but I can't think for of sure. Any I'm other sure ones. there are too, but yeah, same as you. I mean, Trainer does. I'm pretty sure makes guitar amps as well. Yeah, but I feel like they're known for their bass, their bass amps, and their bass heads. Yeah. Mm. Uh, have you ever have you ever been interested in like making your own type of uh, amp or? Because I've seen a lot of my friends getting into like amp making. Maybe that was a COVID-induced uh, uh, hobby. But oh it was yeah, like, there's all kinds of like boutique companies now right. that are making amps and heads. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm Mesa for life. Yeah, that's me too. Before I started playing the dual rectifier, I was playing a Mesa F, a Mesa F50, yeah. and I've loved both of them and I still have the first one. It's kind of broken right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I love my dual rec so much. I'll never give it up. Never, yeah. ever, ever. Yeah. It's sweet. It's a sweet amp. Mm. Yep. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the new album coming out is what uh, what was what were you listening to writing it, I guess? What were some inspirational type people? Um, it's not so much what we were listening to. This album's very much how we're feeling. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you got your your standard punk rock influences on this album and your rock and roll and your alternative influences, but this album has totally come from attitude and emotion. So when I write parts, I'm generally not really paying attention to what I'm listening to, but just what I like to play. Yeah. And which is for me, as I'm sure you know, is just punk rock. I like my punk rock. I like my fast, heavy riffs. Oh, yeah. And then, um, but I mean, what I'm listening to, I mean, I don't ever stop listening to the Misfits or Turbo Negro or, yeah. uh, there's a, another Canadian band called the Dirty Nil that I really, really love. And oh yeah, yeah, they've got great guitar work that I obsess over. Yeah. And so, I mean, those are definitely bands that if any, I would draw influence from. Yeah. I just, um, uh, the episode that's coming out tomorrow at the time of this recording, I talked with Luke um, oh, awesome. from the Dirty Nail. Yeah, 
cool. He's yeah, he's a cool guy, and yeah, like you're saying, his riffs are so fucking yeah, just and they're they're not like they're they're so different, I guess. Like, yeah, they they definitely stand out. They've got a crazy originality to them. Yeah, and also I love his singing too because. Yeah. I don't know, for lack of a better term, he likes to croon. He likes to, you know, hold the long notes and he like you can tell that he likes to sing and yeah. it's very similar to how I would approach vocals too. You just kinda over the top and lots of fun and kinda dramatic and you know, yeah. like really, really great singing. Yeah. Great singing and great guitar playing, like great songwriting. Yeah, and the uh he's kinda like word smithy too. I don't know if that's too heavy of oh, a, yeah. a thing to, to say. No, totally. Him, but Amazing lyricist, totally. It's yeah, it can go from from like the front half of the lyric is like super silly to like flips over to the serious part. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, no, I I get what you're saying. I totally agree. There, huh. he's. I, I don't actually know who writes the lyrics. I'm assuming it would be uh, Luke, but if if it's a collective, I mean, damn, great songwriters. Yeah, y'all. Um, whenever they did their. Uh, fuck art like y'all did one of their shows for their like live stream world tour thing yeah we did we got to do uh one of the dates and it was so much fun it was so cool to be a part of it because i'm a fan and yeah and uh so that was just really special like emily's a fan too and we've liked that band for a really long time and it was really cool to be a part of that yeah i wish we could have done the whole thing yeah (laughs) well so I didn't really. Were they playing just from? They were live streaming from the same place, or what? How was that I working? I think so. I think, I think the way they did it is they would live stream from their spot, and they would promote it through venues in the U.S. Right? Uh-huh. Um, and they would promote it. I, I'm not really sure. I was, they were promoting it through the venues through at specific cities. So like the Milwaukee date, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then we pre-recorded ours. We yeah. we couldn't do it live. We had to pre-record ours. Yeah. <laughs> how did how was that experience like? Was it just like one uh, one take through or? Uh, we did we did a couple live streams over the pandy. I'm just gonna not stop calling it that yeah. now. That's fun. <laughs> I love that word for it. Yeah. Uh, we did a few uh, few live streams. Um, we did one for our label Stomp Records uh, 25th anniversary. Uh, we did one of those in the fall of, I think it was 2020. Yeah. And then, uh, we did that live in the studio actually where we recorded most of this album and with our producer. So it turned out great. And then we recorded one for fest, the fest in, uh, 2020 as well. And, uh, we did a Halloween theme. So we all dressed up, but we all recorded, we all pre-recorded that, uh, from home. So we would get our drummer to send the tracks and then I would film and record my parts. Like I, we were recorded live. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, what would like live off the floor. So I was recording vocals and singing at the same time. And yeah. And we just put them all together. Um, my boyfriend, Michael, he, uh, put that together for us and edited it all and made sure everything lined up and turned out great. And we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Michael Krusty. It was pretty easy. Yeah. Yes, Michael yeah. Krusty. He's he seems like a pretty cool dude. I I met him once, I think, when we played together. Uh, yeah, a while I ago. think it was 2018, yeah. Newmarket, Ontario. Mm-hmm. I remember that. 
I, I'm pretty. Yeah. Was that the last time we saw each other? I can't remember if we Probably. saw you guys on the 2019 tour. I, I might have been the at the the Gray Goat. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I remember that show. That was a lot of fun. It was nice to have you guys up there. It was fun. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's. But uh, yeah, his band played that. I remember that. Yeah. I saw. We were just looking at the photo a few weeks ago. It popped up in a memory, I think. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, how much time do you have? I know you. Uh, we're good. We can keep going. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I do have to eventually go. I've got to drop my my guitar and Emily's guitar off with uh, my guitar guy, who's going to set them up for us before we go to Europe. <sighs> you got a guitar guy? <laughs> Damn, Val. I got a guitar. I have a couple guitar guys now. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's like, I should know how to set up my guitar on my own, but it's just, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, um, uh, I'm trying, so I'm a bass guy and I've been trying to get into playing guitar more just to, I don't know, broaden my horizon. I don't know, but. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why not? Yeah. But I've been trying to get like, uh, a f- figure out like pedals and, you know, set up and stuff like. I was dumb and I was just like, I've got a credit card. Let me, I'm going to buy all this gear. So, Uh (laughs) yeah, which I'm sure, you know, is the slippery slope, the slipperiest of slopes. Um, Yes. What, uh, do you know that? (laughs) Do you go, do you find yourself like trying to, I don't know, buy weird effects and like kind of shoehorn, shoehorn them in or like, what's your approach to like, your sound of if you want to change something or I don't know, like what's your approach to your sound to keep it, to get like weird with it or, or, uh, keep it simple, I guess. Um, I'm glad you asked. So I actually don't use pedals at all. I use the tuning pedal mm. I'm boss TU three right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. And, uh, I've always just been in the mindset of, plug in and play so like you know the mess the dual rec it's got incredible distortion and gain on it yeah so i just crank the gain and crank the treble set the mids and the bass kind of you know halfway yeah and that's my sound um with this album though with aq we're definitely experimenting with some new sounds so i'm gonna be working a little bit with a delay so i'm gonna try and incorporate my, a delay pedal into my setup, my live setup, and just uh, try to get used to it. I'm really bad with pedals because I'm just punk rock, like plug right. in and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like I don't like worrying about my feet and like triggering something like an effect. I'm Bam. so bad with that, and I like I panic, and I, I'll either do it too early or do it too late. Can't do it on time. Oh, it's a terrible excuse because all I need to do is practice, but I'm. <laughs> Lazy punk rocker. I feel you. Same. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start working with a delay pedal. I'm gonna try and find a good one. And as for tone, yeah, it's just my 335 with the Mesa, and that's been it for years in both bands. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I am going back to talking about like spending money on gear. I recently started working for a company in Canada called Long and McQuaid, and it is basically the equivalent to Steve's Music in the United States. Okay. Right, it's a big, big chain musical instruments. They do rentals and they do sales and they do lessons. Yeah. So all my coworkers warned me. They're like, "Oh, you're in trouble. You're just gonna like 
waste all your paycheck on buying things. And I'm like, no, I've got everything I need. And then I found a Gibson Custom Flying V in black and gold. And I'm putting an order in for it tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. It's going to take like months to get here. So that's my that's my uh, bargaining tool is that I'll have lots of time to put money on it to pay for it. There you go. So it doesn't like crush my bank account. (laughs) Right. There you go. So, but yeah, I got the bug. I'm I'm switching it up. I'm going to a V. That's cool. That you know, yeah. it's a fucking it's a rock and roll guitar. You know, yeah, it, uh, absolutely. If, uh, if I'm excited, if you're looking at like, you know, like a uh, I don't know, like a a telly or something, you could you know, you don't know what this band is going to sound like. They got tellys up there, but if somebody's got a flying V. You know, they're about, you know, we're about to bring the rock. About to shred, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you know I love to shred, so. Oh, you are a shred master, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any other uh, crazy thing that you're looking at with your uh, music uh, music gear-wise, I guess? No, no, that's it. That's that's my limit. I haven't bought, bought a guitar in 12 years, so I, I'm just Damn. justifying it. Oh, yeah, it's time. I don't, spend, I don't spend a lot of money on gear, right? I've been using the same rig for years. Balance. I have everything I need, yeah. and you know, I, I bought the SG in 2011, so it's like I'm due. I'm due to treat myself, you know. Yes. And by the time it gets here, I will have been playing the 335 for 15 years. I'm gonna give that a break for a while, so you know she doesn't get more damaged because yeah. I love that guitar with all my heart. So uh, I'm gonna give her a little rest, and you know, still play it at practice and maybe some local shows. But I'm gonna have a new touring guitar for sure. I'm really excited. That's pretty cool. Flying V yeah. is cool. I'm uh, so excited. <laughs> are you uh, gonna mod it at all? Um, I was thinking about putting some Dirty Fingers pickups in it, mm-hmm. but ev- everyone's told me that uh, the the they're called Custom Buckers, Gibson Custom Buckers, and okay. apparently they're really good too. But I I got to record with um, like Dave Brown sounds producing the AQ album alongside okay. our cool. our producer from the last one, uh, Steve Risen. So we're working together, but the cool thing about working with Dave is that he comes with great guitars. So we have he has this amazing Explorer that has the Dirty Finger pickups in it, and I've recorded most of my solos with that one. And it, I love the tone on it. I love how it sounds. So yeah, I'm thinking Dirty Fingers in the V, but I'm gonna I'm gonna see how how it sounds first because I've already spending a lot of money on the guitar, and it's. Should come ready to play and sound amazing. Right, yeah, yeah. That's like, um, trying to think like, uh, uh, yeah, that's always the, in my brain, buying like an expensive guitar, I'm like, well, surely I have to do something to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've looked it up and I've talked to some people, I've gotten some like guitar aficionados, uh, uh, advice. Yeah. And all of them say that the the pickups that are coming with it are really good. So we'll see how it sounds. I'm going to plug it in, see how it sounds, and then go from there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, are yeah. You, are you getting, like, a road case for it or anything? Oh, yeah. It's going to need one. Yeah. But, I mean, it, you know what's funny? It's the Flying V case looks so dumb. What? It's like, it looks like a trombone case. Ooh, it's like the oh. shape of the V. Okay. So I want to get like a normal like uh, flat case, just yeah. so makes easy like tighter packing. You know, it's not an awkward shape. Yeah, I, I can I can see it now. Where, yeah, they have like the the flying V end of it 
It's, yeah. it's it's not like cut out to where it looks it's like, like a, a v. triangle. Yeah, it's a triangle. A triangle with a stick coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really dumb. So I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> it's totally like an aesthetic thing, but also just to justify that, it's like for packing the van purposes. Of course. Keep it flat, you know, keep things simple, mm-hmm. stackable, you know? Mm-hmm. How uh has your van setup changed at all? The v- the van set up? Yeah. No, Vanzig is still... Uh, actually, the van, Vanzig died during the pandemic because we weren't using it. So it just sat on my driveway for two years. And then we went to go start it up one day. Didn't start. She didn't start. No. Oh, no. So we had, to, we had to put some repairs into it. But it's back up and running and took us around Ontario, took us to Quebec and back. Uh, so, yeah. Hell, yeah. So far, so good. Because <laughs> it's, you know... Uh, having a van is also like another like oh shit this band's got their shit together to to like outsiders or whatever uh yeah and uh and then yeah if you don't have like a trailer then you gotta play you know play jenga reverse jenga into oh i'm a tetris master yeah i am i'm known for it (laughs) among my friends i like (laughs) I have a lot of fun packing the van because I guess it's maybe an OCD thing, but it's just it's got to fit right and there's got to be an order to it. Right. And it's got to be tight and it's got to make sense. Do you, yeah, I have a lot of fun packing the van. I know not a lot of people probably say that, but I love packing the van. Will you like ratchet strap down stuff? Sorry, what? Like use like a strap or something to like keep everything condensed? No, actually, we just uh, we just... We just t- tuck it in, you know, make sure it all kind of holds each other up. It's an art form, really. It is. It's true. It's uh, uh, the feng shui of the back of a van. It is. And you have to do it, too. So, like, if you do have to slam on the brakes, nothing comes forward and kills your band members in the backseat. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Man. There's definitely a way to do it. Yeah. You know what I love about packing the van is that once you do it the first couple times, everybody just knows where everything goes and you just do it the same way every night. Packing takes like five minutes. Yeah. Once you get to that, you're it's it's just so easy. It's golden. <laughs> I do I did we did a Auntie Queens did a tour one year in a Dodge Caravan with a trailer. That was the first tour I ever did with them. I'm pretty sure we played with you guys on I that think tour. So, yeah. And uh I liked having a trailer. I liked having the extra space in that van because I had a bench to myself and I wasn't driving a lot. Our drummer at the time, Curtis, he was driving most of the time. Yeah. So I just nap in the back that whole tour. It was great. Yeah. I felt spoiled. I had cup holders. I had my own bench. I had windows. Because yeah, yeah. the, the van the van that we have now only has a window on the door side. It doesn't have one on the other side. So makes for boring drives. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, anyone in the back seat, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I don't know. I think if I can't see out a window, I'd probably get like a little antsy or like yep, about to get sick. Yeah, I do most of the driving, so I'm just in the front seat the whole time. So my van, so I get to do all the driving if I want to. <laughs> it's true. Mm. Yeah. The uh, yeah. What um, I don't know. I don't know, Val. The uh. I'm yeah, I'm glad to see y'all getting back to it. Um do you have like are there more tours coming up that y'all are working uh, on? We're working on it. I can't really talk about it. You can't. You don't have to. Oh, okay, yeah. I get but it. But 
the cool thing is, is I was actually booking, uh, I was trying to get started on booking a, a U.S. tour finally yeah. for January next year. Uh, and I'm going to have to push it back now. But we just started working with uh, Atomic Music Group. Nice. So they're going to handle our U.S. booking now for the time being anyway. We're going to try working with them. And yeah. they seem really really into the band and they've already got a few prospects lined up for next year so hopefully we'll get down there sooner than later that's cool yeah and yeah. Uh, atomic music group is like a known thing it's not just like hell yeah I'll book y'all store it's just me or whatever being like i know you know i, I know it's like i'm it's it's like a double-edged sword because I don't mind booking the U.S. tours just because yeah. I've done it so many times. I've got I know exactly who I'm gonna go to and the route. I like I've got the route down yeah. the East Coast. It's it's all in here. I can. Right. It won't take me long to book it, but at the same time, it's like have someone else do it. Yeah, it's nice. I'm I'm a bit <laughs> of like a control freak though. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I get that, and I can be the same way too, but. Um, yeah, we're the, the band's just at the point where we need to start kind of stepping up a little, you know, oh, like yeah, I, I can get the same clubs we always play, but it would be nice to do a step up and maybe hit a bigger club, you yeah. know? So we'll see what happens, yeah. but there it's cool because Atomic's going to try and get us out to the West coast too oh, next year. That'd yeah. Be cool. Um, so I'm excited. I've always wanted to go to California and play that show there. Yeah. I've never been to the West coast of the United States ever in my life yeah yeah i've been to seattle okay that's about it seattle's cool but yeah. like i know uh like driving out that way it's the same as like if you're going to play you know in, uh the west coast of canada where it's like fuck i gotta drive a lot you know yeah definitely i mean there have been black cat was supposed to do a west coast tour one time with the independence and our visas didn't come in in time so we had to miss that entire tour. Yeah. It was a six-week West Coast tour, and I think we were going to go down the East Coast, go across the South, come back up the West, and then I can't remember. I think that was the route. But we had to miss out on that one. Yeah. That's Sad. a bummer. It's, yeah. yeah. Some bullshit with the visas and government, you know. Yeah, it's definitely a cash grab, but, I mean, we do it anyway because it's not worth getting busted trying to cross without them because they'll ban you for five years they don't give a fuck they just want our money <laughs> damn that's crazy yeah did y'all have to yep. get visas to go to uh germany no so the european union all the countries in that don't require visas but if we want to go to the uk apparently that does they, they do require uh work visas much like the u.s does okay so uh but our the agency we're with right now doesn't really focus too too much in UK because of that reason. And um, yeah, we're just sticking to Germany. Well, it's actually only Germany for this tour, but we'll probably, you know, we liked doing Austria. We liked doing um, Czech Republic and we even got to do Switzerland. So, damn. I mean, if we don't get to go to the UK for a while, like darn, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like I've got Switzerland and Austria and Czech Republic. The Alps, you can see cool mountains and... All that shit. We saw them last time. It was so nice. They were so pretty. What was it like a movie? Um, what? Yeah, actually, there was. <laughs> I can't remember where we were exactly because I'm not familiar with uh, with the country at all. So 
it's hard to keep track of specific locations, but there was one day we were in a venue and like a 10 minute walk down the road was a lake and at the lakefront, you could see the lake and on the other side of the lake was just mountains and it was incredible. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And that's just kind of views that we don't get in Ontario. (laughs) Right. It was, uh, it was pretty amazing. And uh, there was also one day we were driving along a highway that was like the very edge of the mountains there. So I got to see like the et- where they end. That was kind of neat too because they just stop abruptly. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's like a video game but, or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was really like, man, Europe was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy uh, going from touring around the U.S. or uh, just up in Canada where it's like. The oldest building we have is from, you know, whatever seventeen hundred thing, you know. And you go yeah. over to Europe, and I it's mean, like they've got some like, are seven hundred years old. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, the architecture is incredible. We were lucky enough to play Vienna last time, Vienna, Austria, last time, and yeah. I, I made it a point that I wanted to be awake when we were arriving in Vienna because I had actually been there once before with my with my mother and. The architecture in Vienna alone was so stunning. Yeah. It's just, you look like there's going to be a palace around every corner. In some cases, there is. So it's, it was, uh, I love the architecture in Europe. It's something you, we don't get over here at all. Yeah. It's true. Hmm. Sorry, just there. Sorry, my camera will turn off if I don't keep adjusting it every. Okay. Yeah. I was going to, so. I was going to say, y'all setup is a, uh, for, uh, for doing video chats is is pretty pretty upscale this is uh my boyfriend michael's setup okay um yeah he actually has his own podcast it's called the miserable failure podcast and okay. this is where he does it so i'm like nice. can i use your podcast setup <laughs> i gotta do a podcast yeah, it looks great yeah because you know i'll get the i'll run the gamut of people who you know it's either you know, either this or they're on their cell phone, which is yeah. which is fine. It works. Yeah. So I, as long not, as you use headphones, that's the right. Headphones and your cell phone, it usually turns out okay. Yeah. But I mean, if we have this, I'm gonna try and use it every time. It looks cool. Oh man. Well, geez. Uh. Yeah, we've we've gone for like 45 minutes. Right on. Cool. Know, yeah, I don't, I don't want to keep you any any longer than you know. I know you got to unpack and. I got to unpack so I can clean all my clothes and pack again. There you go. (laughs) All right. Well, Val, uh, stay on for a second, but you had options and you decided to talk to me and I appreciate it. I thought you were never going to ask. Like I said, it was only a matter of time. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, AQ album coming soon. Uh, We don't have a, a set release date. We are really trying to get it done for fall 2022, but it might be early early 2023 that's cool but uh yeah setback after setback but it's it's almost done almost done it's only taken two and a half years that's right oh shit